0: Ah, shit. Hitonasu is back, baby. Let's Hito go. Hitonasu is
1: back. Yes, Hello sir. and welcome back, everybody. This is the Hitonasu gang back yeah. with another episode, back with another session. My brain is empty, but we are gonna get into some content. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, yes, sir. Um, coming back. So, um, we've been gone for a little while. That's a given um but you know what yeah we're trying to chill we're trying to do you know we have all of our personal stuff around us but you know right now we just have a blessing of a time to make an episode and here we are trying to make entertainment just for you
0: yeah well said best like the past couple of days i've been going through a lot of what's it called personal shit that i had to deal with but now since that has gone out of the way it's like a reoccurring thing with Hito I see. like We take like a lot of hiatuses, but I apologize for that. I apologize to my friends and family that keeps on asking me, when's the podcast, when's the podcast, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, personal reasons aside, we're back right now. And that's all that matters. And we're here to provide you content, as best said. And hopefully, we, we get the ball running, you know. And today, oof, today's topic. Is something that I've been always wanting to talk about, you know, as our horror space, as our like me and Pest yes, are sir, so are. into our fucking unsolved mysteries, horror stuff, and like as we said with the night corner, we're gonna continue this. This is like our niche. This is what exactly this is what Hitmanatsu is, is as well. It's like where me and Pest like met because of horror. Like we want to start this podcast because of horror, because of watching a horror movie, like. So now I feel like it's like in tune what Hitonasu is with the Night Corner stuff. And don't get me wrong, we'll do other Hitonasu stuff as well. But
1: this, baby, is our main thing. We're and finally kind of settling our foot into what Hitonasu
0: And you know, you guys. Know,
1: officially and initially uh, is.
0: What a way to fucking do it because we have a banger of a case to talk about. And yes, before we start, I think after watching a lot of podcasts. And whatnot, I'm obliged to say this. Um, so the topics that we're going to talk about are garnered from websites. Uh, sometimes uh, the next few episodes, I garnered some stuff from Reddit as well, from our source materials and whatnot. So yeah, hopefully, what's it called? We're getting our sources from credible stuff as well. And if it's not credible, I'll let you know <laughs> when it comes to Reddit. But today we we got some sources from a credible website, which is. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, but we'll get into that later. But before that, like, Fess, I got a question, man. I like a morbid question just to get the Wait,
1: ball running. Morbid? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It, man it you're me. throwing the ball. You're not rolling the ball. <laughs> you're throwing it at my but, face right now. But, um, hey, you know what? Let's just do it quick. Like,
0: what do you think you'll get into prison for, Lamal? <laughs> a prison? Yeah, yeah. Just answer the question. Alright, uh, do you want me to answer uh, first?
1: Maybe I would, um... Damn. What would I do to get to prison? You know what? Actually, in the midst of our history, from Sip and Talk to hitonasu, I think there's you know, fair shares of sentences that would make me end up in prison <laughs> <laughs> already. So, um, you know, that's up to you and the audiences to you know who've listened to the podcast for you know for the amount of time that we've been doing this but if i were to think i you know what i don't want to give a morbid reason um because it'll reflect my personality but i don't know i think like maybe get i don't think you'll get into prison just for a fight probably like i need to murder somebody or something and then you uh, know, you'd be surprised to lead <laughs> you to go to prison like not, or maybe maybe defamation or
0: like jail time or something, you know, like, you know, you're not actually going to yeah, prison. But you're... yeah, but like jail is like jail.
1: Prison is like, yeah, you true, know, true, 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 don't drop the soap kind of rules.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I should have rephrased my question a bit better. I'm sorry yeah. about that. But yeah, was it defamation?
1: Yeah, defamation, maybe. Yeah. Damn, I could actually—I
0: could actually see that. For me, what do you mean? <laughs> see that? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But for me, I'll keep it really simple. I see myself getting into a fight in a, let's say, in a bar or in McDonald's,
1: I guess. Like I you think, know, like prison is like for murders and stuff no? right
0: may, i'm not sure how to term that if
1: you're yeah if you're just like in a bar fight i think you just go to jail and then okay i'm gonna bail you, know you out arrested
0: arrested there you go how would you get arrested for me it would be in a fight let's say either yeah, arrested a... is easy yeah
1: i can just kick somebody's shop window <laughs> or something but
0: it's actually if you would do it or not okay. so i wanted to find out so like for me it would be getting into a fast food fight for some reason <laughs> fight. Imagine me fighting in our local otakos you know, like, hey, that's my otakos that you took just now, nah, bro. You,
1: you won't, you won't fight because the boss is scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: will be... facts, bro, facts, facts. Yeah, you, <laughs> you won't even
1: get arrested. You'll be beaten up, <laughs> no. Oh,
0: you, you know what? <laughs> You've never spit, you never spit facts in your life, and this is this is one thing I agree with you. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I no. think, I think, but it still would be a fight. Because, like, yeah, I was yeah, this yeah, close yeah. of getting arrested once, but I was let off the hook, and it was due to a very childish fight. And I don't know, condone any violence, please. I'm just, what's it called? We're just asking questions and chilling by ourselves. So, yeah. <coughs> wow, that was a really good... That was really good. De- defamation. And it was, this...
1: a, it was... And... a good start, but, like, there's no specific reason to my defamation, but, you know... Yeah, I mean, um, bar fights and defamation that's what will get us arrested.
0: Yo, that's a good way to start off our first ever major fucking case.
1: Do you think we would ever, um, like speedrun who can get arrested first?
0: Please, guys, do not ever do something like this ever. In your life. Yeah, yeah, you don't do that. This is like a theoretical... Yeah.
1: This is like a theoretical prank talk.
0: Like, what would you
1: do if we did, like, a speed run?
0: Okay, so I have a really good answer to this. Because, like, I was watching Impulsive Podcast, right? And I saw Roman Atwood getting on there. And I he did the prank, you know, the prank stuff, like all the YouTubers did back in those days. Mm -hmm. And it was really amazing. But... He, I believe it was said that he was a trendsetter when it came to pranking the police so if I were to do like let's say a version of uh, Roman Atwoods ATM robbery something like stealing an ATM machine I think that's yeah. my speedrun ticket to jail and uh, funnily enough they had a court proceedings of that oh shit yeah that would be my speedrun way you know pranking the police cool. <laughs> If I was a fucking daredevil, but uh, I condone everyone right. not to do this. This is just a theoretical question, and we're just answering it for the fun. What about you, Pes?
1: I don't know why, but I just have the urge to come to a police station and purposely fart. In the officers. Hmm. <laughs> they would just and look then, at you silly. And- yeah, no, they would be offended, and then you know, I'm like... You know, hey, <laughs> and then they'll just like, you know what, fuck you. Here's a cough. You'll you'll be in jail yes. for the night. I like that. I like that. You know.
0: And what? then they
1: will just call you. I was like, why are you in jail? I farted on an officer. I'm like,
0: you can stay there as as long as you want, buddy. That's your fucking fault. But yeah, that would be weird. I think. You know, whatever we say, I think someone has done it already. Imagine someone yeah. going to a police station and farting. I'm pretty sure 7 billion people in this world, one guy would have thought about the situation of farting in a police station, I guess. Yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, you know what? That, that was really good. Very good burning questions to start off. Our first ever major investigation on one of the biggest cases of all time. And how I started watching some video essays on this like long time ago as well. And today we are actually talking about the Alcatraz escape. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. I'm pretty sure you've heard of this because this is the most famous case known everywhere. I'm pretty sure our audience as well knows about this case. So hopefully we do it justice. And we're gonna give our own take in this. And hopefully you guys are strapped in, ready. Get your hot chocolate, get your coffee, get your tea, whatever, get some water as well, stay hydrated. And without further ado, guys, oh, wait, let me change the ambience for a second. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, the creepy yeah. music is on. Oh,
1: all right, boss. I believe all right. you can take it off. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's start off. Alcatraz. Do you know Alcatraz? Alcatraz. Um, we're, today, we're going to talk about the prison. Um, The biggest prison, the most cold and solitude of prisons, the prisons of prisons, called um, Alcatraz. And we're going to read about the Alcatraz escape. Hi, this is Editing Pest. And before we get into the juicy stuff, I want to talk to you about today's video sponsor, Vibe. If you don't know what Vibe is, it's an exclusive local streetwear brand that focuses on the storytelling manifesto in Brunei. Every design is made with inspirations of different kinds of aesthetics that consist specific stories revolving around those designs. If you're a local or a resident, maybe even a visitor of Brunei, you can check out Vibe's online shop and Instagram at vibebb.arts for past previous designs and also upcoming designs that will come out later this year. Lastly, I want to talk about their new exclusive upcoming bag release designed with a hand-drawn print called Dream Lake. Doesn't matter if you're a fashionista, a student, bedroom podcasters, subscribe and give us a thumbs up if you enjoy hitting and It'll mean the world to us. No payment whatsoever. It's free. Or maybe any other types of pedestrians who likes to bring out their aesthetic personalities outside or even inside. The new Dream Lake bag might just be for you. So be on the lookout at once again, Vibe Double B Arts and Instagram for whoever's in Brunei. Now let's get you back to the video. Let's start it off. Alcatraz Escape. In its heyday, it was the ultimate maximum security prison. There you go. That's the start of the headline. Now, located on a lonely island in the middle of San Francisco Bay, Alcatraz, aka The Rock, had held captives since the Civil War. But it was in 1934 the high point of a major war on crime that Alcatraz was re-fortified into the world's most secure prison. Its eventual inmates included dangerous public enemies like Al Capone and our favorite devil rapper George Machine Gun Kelly, criminals who had a history of escapes and the occasional odd characters like the infamous Birdman of Alcatraz. In the 1930s, Alcatraz was already a forbidding place, surrounded by the cold, rough waters of the Pacific. The redesign included tougher iron bars, a series of strategically positioned guard towers, and strict rules, including a dozen checks a day of the prisoners' escape seemed near impossible. Despite the odds, from 1934 until the prison was closed in 1963, 36 men tried 14 separate escapes. Nearly all were caught or didn't survive the attempt. The fate of three particular inmates, however, remains a mystery to this day. Here is their story. That is for this section. Now let's talk about our opinions, our thoughts. Mama, do you have anything to say? Yeah, so like
0: Alcatraz was always known as a prison that's impossible to escape and we're gonna get into the story right and like one thing that caught my attention when pes was reading was aka the rock and it actually makes sense because if you guys have a bit of a time you can google um the alcatraz prison and the aerial view that you can see it does look like a rock you know it's secluded the alcatraz looks so secluded it's like it's not in the middle of the ocean, but to me, if you look like... If you take an aerial aerial view, it looks like <coughs> you're in the middle of the ocean. And excuse me for that.
1: So yeah. It's like the desert for me at first. And I'm just like... When I read, like, um when it was surrounded by water, I was like, oh, okay.
0: It's in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, and like back then I found out like oh shit like I was hearing about Al Capone without knowing who ever Al Capone was I'm pretty sure everyone now knows who Al Capone was but back then when they used to tell me about Al Capone I'm like who the fuck is this guy I think I was around 14 or 15 when they were telling me about this and then I found out who he is and like holy shit this prison hold held sorry a lot of notorious criminals and like oof we're gonna get into a lot of things about it so oh, these are my opinions. Do you have anything else to add on to this?
1: Mm, I'm just weirded out why Machine Gun Kelly was in there. And
0: George Machine Gun Kelly. Hmm, not sure about that one. Let me, let me I mean, let me I have to Let me do a fact check real quick.
1: My guy. Wasn't Alcatraz? Was he visiting, or was he like an inmate? So weird. Damn. It's Rap Devil, machine gun kill.
0: Oh shit. So. What do you do? Ah. Uh, he spent seventeen years on Alcatraz as inmate number one one seven, working in the prison industries, continuing to boast and exaggerate his past escapees, and was quietly transferred back to the George, is this what? No, 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 no. Okay. So he's just doing it for clout. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I think this is a different person. George. Really? George Kelly, uh, Barnes. You can do your check right now. But it, what is it? Okay. It's MGK. <laughs> I'm not sure about this. Wait,
1: What's what that? that, MGK?
0: <laughs> no, that's not MGK, guys. Sorry, sorry. Okay, uh, it's you... not MGK. Yeah, yeah, it's George Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, he died. He transferred back to Le- Leavenworth in 1951. He then hey. died of a heart attack in 1954. This is the most stupidest moment we ever had in Hitonasu, and I'm glad my audience, uh, our audience, is here to hear that. If you do, please clip it. And this is
1: basically, you know your, what?
0: Your two detectives being stupid. Yeah. right now.
1: this is like, um, this is like someone named Slim Shady and then you thought it was Eminem but then apparently it was somebody else who was named Slim Shady and not Eminem facts bro legit facts. It's, it's literally right there Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> yeah but, they but um okay. yeah there's also that odd character called the infamous Birdman of Alcatraz like um like Birdman like the vulture
0: yeah kind of but yeah um, there were the three
1: crazy peoples
0: Al Capone basically like notorious gangster mm-hmm. you know who Al Capone is right I'm pretty sure you do
1: I mean just from the sound of his name someone yeah. could probably tell
0: Scarface but yeah anything else best you wanna add on
1: um, nothing else you can continue
0: alright we're gonna talk next about the escapees So Frank Morris Arrived at Alcatraz In January 1960 After convictions for bank robbery Burglary And other crimes And repeated attempts To escape various prisons Later that year A man's a
1: workaholic
0: Facts bro (laughs) Later that year A convict (laughs) Oh sorry about that (laughs) A convict by the name of John Anglin was sent to Alcatraz, followed by his brother Clarence, in early 1961. All three knew each other from previous stints in prison. Assigning to adjoining cells, they began hatching a plan to escape. Morris, known for his intelligence, took the lead in the planning they were aided by another inmate, Alan West. wow we So, the three inmates, just to let you know the escapees, are Ca- Clarence Anglin, John Anglin, and Frank Morris. Now, what's interesting to me is that they three w- were in the same prisons, like, back then. They ended. Wait, sorry. They three were in different prisons, and then they ended up in the same prisons, and they knew each other from previous jobs as well, and, like, <laughs> back then I don't think the gods knew this right of how close they were and what not and it's like shit it's like the start of a prison escape and holy shit that was freaking interesting and they were assigned to adjoining sal- uh, cells Damn. their plan like to meet until this day we're gonna Pest is gonna get into it right but the plan was <laughs> it was a good one and like These three were... This is an unsolved mystery, guys, by the way. So, like, they were never found, which still interests me until this day. And they were able to escape the impossible. They were able to do the impossible, basically, which is escape the Alcatraz. But, yeah. That's all I have for the escapees. Do you have anything else to add on? And, by the way, I'm sorry for coughing too much because, like, I have a bit of the cough right now. So, really sorry about that, guys.
1: Don't Yeah, do you have anything? Um, Frank Morris looks like Frank Sinatra.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry about this. So, guys, if you want to check it out, their pictures are all over the web. But, yeah, Frank Morris, now that Tess mentioned it, does resemble a bit like Frank Sinatra. I don't
1: know why. Frank Sinatra. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Class hmm. Hmm?
1: Hypotheticals? Is yes, there mystery solved? Oh. Um.
0: Is Frank Morris actually... Fra- I'm kidding. No. No. shit, Pess' is putting his detective hat too early. <laughs> but yeah, John Anglin looks like a Hollywood actor. That what's that guy's name in La La Land? What's Ryan name? Gosling. Yeah, he looks like Ryan Gosling a bit. Really? I'm sorry. I might. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah maybe,
1: maybe. yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He but... has a rougher chin, I think. True.
0: But yeah, that's all I have on the escapees. <laughs> Clarence
1: look like Clark Kent like back in the day. Yeah. Oh, wait. Like old Superman.
0: Like the really, really old Superman. I think so. What if he's actually Superman? He's a symbol of hope. Oh, my God. I should stop And <laughs> this KP uh, uh, is a single I should stop the symbol of hope. <laughs> so stupid, man. All, All right. right. But yeah, <laughs> you can take this off before we are so more stupid again.
1: All right. This section um, has a headline called Missing. So, on June 12, 1962, the routine early morning bed check turned out to be anything but... Eh? What? The routine early morning bed check turned out to be anything but... Three convicts were not in their cells. John Anglin, his brother Clarence, and Frank Sinatra, I mean Morris, oh. Uh. in their beds were clearly... Well oh my god man. In their beds were cleverly built dummy heads made of plaster, flesh tone paint, and real human hair that apparently fooled the night guards. The prison went into lockdown and an intensive search began. So if you guys um there's supposedly a picture of them on how they faked it and it actually looked like a real head, like a real person because they used real hair it's just um they made the figure out of plaster and then they probably like paint in alcatraz uh, i'm not sure but this is creepy bro and i think like this is assigned to how they mentioned morris known for his intelligence took the lead in the planning so maybe it was like his um ingenious trait to uh to make this prop cuz it literally looks like a real head to me but um there's this picture where you know um there's a bed and then how they faked it like they're sleeping in the cell it looks kind of too real and too creepy at the same time it was weird
0: yeah um these guys are fucking smart because i'm pretty sure it took them a long ass time to do this we'll find out soon enough how long that they took yeah. to pieces no, they have together.
1: experience like
0: holy shit man like okay guys as best said if you google the pictures of how they faked uh what's it called escaping and whatnot a lot of pictures are out there on the website and for the reason for the next episodes or, like, future episodes, I will try to show. If we're looking at a picture, I'll try to show it on our screen. For now, we don't have that, so, yeah. But, holy shit. They are fucking smart. tone paint, human hair. And, like... uh, Like Pess said, like, the picture is creepy and it's, like, kind of creeping me out right now. It's, like, 1.30 a.m. right now and I'm looking at this creepy head just staring right at me. And I, it would... Honestly, it would fool me and Pess as well, if we were Night Gods as well, so... They did really well. They fooled the Night Corner. So yeah, that's all I have for the missing.
1: Shit. You want to continue? Sure, sure, sure.
0: So, continuing on... So, gathering the clues, right? They were notified immediately and asked for help. And their office in San Francisco... Set leads for all officers nationwide to check for any records on the missing prisoners and on their previous escape attempts. All three had made them. They also interviewed the relatives of the men and compiled all their identification records and asked boat operators in the bay to be on the lookout for debris. Within two days, sorry about that. <clears throat> a packet of letters sealed in rubber and related to the men was recovered. Later, some paddle-like pieces of wood and bits of rubber in a tube were found in the water. A homemade (coughs) life vest was also discovered washed up on Cronkite Beach. But extensive searches did not turn up any other items in the area. Again, we're looking at Two pictures right here, which are which is a homemade paddle and one of the life ve- life vests made by the inma- inmates. And to me, like,
1: holy shit! Like them making these three guys have been in different prisons and different jails many, many times and tried to attempt to escape. And you know, up to a point where they were put into Alcatraz, but that didn't stop them because they're used to it. You know, they probably know how to make connections. They probably know how to do handicrafts or how to steal stuff when nobody's looking at. And I feel like whatever you want to do, if these guys try hard enough, whether you like it or not, they probably did escape. We just don't know if they actually succeed to, Mm -hmm. you know, swim into a land or like only one of them survive or like... You know, they betrayed each other in the end. Something like that. But I'm mostly just impressed by, you know, how like difficult it was being an Alcatraz. You know, and I feel like there's always 24-7 um, patrols or like dozens of checkups. And then you have to be discreet. You have to like blend in and then make all of these handicrafts whatsoever mm-hmm. hide it from them. Uh, it's just like mind blowing. It's like you know playing Hitman for years.
0: Hmm, and these guys, like, while watching uh, the movies and the documentaries, like, if I'm not mistaken, all these three were really cunning at what they do. You know, when I say cunning, they, as best said, like they've been in prisons for a long time as well. They know the craft. They know everything. Even though if it's a different prison with different rules. These guys are cunning and they will come up with a lot of ways to like, you know, persuade, manipulate, what not, act as friends, which we found out on other episodes when we did about Hito Like, these are cases of these men and they were really good at it. And what a shame their brains like this could have been put into other use, but oh, history, they made history, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they didn't do it... Yeah, we wouldn't be talking about it, right? Exactly.
0: Facts, facts, facts. This is
1: just new game plus to them. (laughs) Legit, (laughs) legit, bro. It's new game plus.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, moving on to the next headline. It's piecing together the plan.
0: Yes, sir.
1: So, as the days went by, the FBI, the Coast Guard... Bureau of Prison Authorities and others began to find more evidence and piece together the ingenious escape plan by Morris and the gang. Damn, that's like saying, um, Alvin and the Chipmunks.
0: It basically is kind of like that, right? They're the, yeah. they're the penguins from Madagascar, bro, legit. <laughs> right.
1: Um, We were aided... They were aided by inmate Alan West, who didn't make it out, out of his cell in time and began providing us with information. Here's what we learned. The group had begun laying plans the previous December when one of them came across some old saw blades. Using crude tools, including a homemade drill made from the motor of a broken vacuum cleaner. Oh, wow. wow. The plotters each loosened the air vents at the back of their cells by painstakingly drilling closely spaced holes around the cover so the entire section of the wall could be removed. Once through, they hit the holes with whatever they could. A suitcase, a piece of cardboard, etc. Behind the cells was a common unguarded utility corridor. They made their way down this corridor and climb to the roof of their cell block inside the building, Mm. where they set up a secret workshop. Okay, so basically their hideout. Huh. Now, Mm. there, taking turns keeping watch for the guards in the evening before the last count, see the crude periscope they constructed for the lookouts. They used a variety of stolen and donated materials to build and hide what they needed to escape. More than 50 raincoats that they stole or gathered were turned into makeshift life preservers.
0: Preservers.
1: Preservers. Oh my god, I'm sorry. And a 6 by 14 foot rubber raft. Oh, okay. So it's made out of raincoats. Mm-hmm. Damn. The seams carefully stitched together and vulcanized by the hot steam pipes in the prison wow these guys are just mad I mean? yeah, okay. Holy damn God. everyone just became mad. macgyver straight up my brain bro <laughs> the idea came from magazines that were found in the prisoner's cells damn the adaptations man mm-hmm. they also built together Oh wait, sorry, they also built wooden paddles and converted a musical instrument into a tool to inflate the raft. At the same time, they were looking for a way out of the building. The ceiling was a good 30 feet high, but using a network of pipes, they climbed up They climbed up, and eventually pried open the vel- ventilator at the top of the shaft. At the shaft. Oh my god. I can't read anymore. I'm just like too impressed thinking about what they're doing right now. They kept it in place temporarily by fashioning a fake bolt out of soap. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Any thoughts?
0: <laughs> Any thoughts? Uh, it's... Like, this is... I'm trying to find what you've read. Uh, where is that? The uh, Music, music, music. Yeah. How the fuck you like use a convert a musical in- instrument into a tool to inflate the raft?
1: I think it's a flute, and then you can make it. Yeah, maybe. Like, but yeah. I'm sorry, I,
0: I I wouldn't have thought of this. Like, I'm just I'm just astounded by how they did everything. They had a hideout, and it's making me remember the movie a lot. And when I think when they say "Don't note it." Do- donated. Donated huh? materials. I feel like the whole prison was kind of in on this. You know, if in the comments you can correct me if I'm wrong because I legit forgot about the movie so much. Like, shit. They were really smart, like stealing more than 50 what's it called? More than 50 raincoats, like, and make it into a life preserver. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Holy shit, man. These guys were were really notorious for their smart brains I'm trying to find what else caught my attention hmm so, like how like one thing like is I had to do some research later is like how did they get some old saw blades uh, the first point that you read this.
1: yeah I think like Was you know it how in the, prisons uh, like they have those camps or like they have work to do
0: and yeah, yeah play, yeah,
1: yeah. there's probably like storages and whatnot, and one of them like saw I was like, mm. "Oh, those are unused stuff, so they probably like try to hit it, um, try to use them, and you know just try to hide it so that they can bring it to their cells and whatnot um in the article, you can actually see the ventilation um in the cell, yeah. it's really small, like 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 actually actually small the sink is basically like if you spread both of your hands together and then try to connect it and then spread your hands together that's almost like how big it is and the ventilation being that much of a width imagine like a whole man trying to squeeze himself into that small hole of just the width of you spreading the two of your hands.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that's so weird. And then they found where they hid, or like they um they do their things and does you know steam mm-hmm. pipes or whatever. Yeah, it's actually a big room, and then the fact that they can fit all of those things in there, that's just like Dexter laboratory type shit. They were genius, but like damn. Geniuses,
0: legit. I'm still astounded by the fucking shit that they came up with. Like, they found an unguarded corridor, bro, in that fucking prison itself, you know? That makes you question was it actually, like,
1: guarded that well, you know? So yeah. I but, think this is, like, this, you know, steam pipe rooms yeah. that's usually, like, locked from the outside. So, probably, like, nobody's in there to check anyways. Hmm. True, true, true. But, I was pretty pretty sick what they did. Yeah. Damn. Alright.
0: Now, we're gonna talk about their escape. <coughs> so, on the evening of June 11th, they were ready to go west. Though, did not have his ventilator's grill completely removed. And was actually left behind. The three others got into the corridor, gathered their gear, climbed up, and out through the ventilator, and got onto the prison roof. Then they shimmied down the bakery smoke stack, ouch, at the rear of the cell house, climbed over the fence, and snuck to the northeast shore of the island, <coughs> and launched their raft. sorry about that guys but this just goes to show that holy shit it's crazy what they did and on that day of escape actually Wilson Wilson West was left behind and obviously there are pictures as well which you can find online and yeah like this was the day when they made their escape now Bess could you tell us what happens next
1: Alright, now this will be the last paragraph, or the last headline, of the mystery. Well, the case, basically. So the last headline, the mystery continues. What happened next remains (laughs) a mystery. Did they make it across the bay? Get to Angel Island? And then cross Raccoon Strait into Marine County as planned? Or did the wind and waves get the better of them plenty of people have gone to great lengths to prove that the men could have survived but the question remains remains did they our investigation at the time concluded otherwise for the following reasons now so there's basically um a few clues not clues but hypothetical uh you know cases they might have survived and such so right now i'm just gonna read um how they would try to prove on their survivability or not survivability so so first of all um by crossing the bay yes youngsters have made the more than mile long swim from alcatraz to angel island but with the strong currents and frigid bay water the odds were clearly against these men second point three if by land the plan according to our prison informant was to steal clothes and a car once on land but we never uncovered any thefts like this despite the high profile nature of the case that was the second third family ties if the escapees had help we couldn't substantiate it the families Appeared unlikely to even have the financial means to provide any real support. Now, the last point of um, these alleged proofs. Missing in action. For the 17 years we worked on the case, no credible evidence emerged to suggest the men were still alive, either in the U.S. or overseas. Lastly... The FBI officially closed its case on December 31st, 1979 and turned over responsibility to the U.S. Marshal Service, which continues to investigate in the unlikely event the trio is still alive. There you go. That is our
0: case for today. <laughs> okay, and so just to wipe off any con- uh, what's it called confusion, when Pest says we or we couldn't substantiate it. Yeah, that's it. FBI. This is based on the FBI's article on the case we have today. And holy mm-hmm. shit, there you go. That's our first ever case known as the Alcatraz prison escape. And one of my favorite cases that actually got me into, uh, what's it called? Uh, watching video essays on unsolved mysteries and whatnot. I'm pretty sure this was one of my first unsolved mystery cases. And... Right. What a moment it is for me because this is Hito Nasu's Night Corner's first ever unsolved mystery case, I guess. Because the men were never found and like, shit. What do you think? I was just about to ask you that question, but if you ask me, what do I think? Lol, I'm lost. Like, um, I, I honestly think that they drowned, you know? The currents that day was extremely strong, and the raft that they made—I don't know—could sustain the heavy waves caused on that day. They weren't swimming; they were in a raft, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I said. The raft would have like—but they found
1: a paddle.
0: They did, but like the currents were still strong, and with a paddle or with a raft, you could still get overthrown if the current is strong, right? So that's what I think. That they actually drowned and the current took them away. But what do you think, Pass? Let me hear it. Mm,
1: i say it's 50 50 because they have a raft, right? Mm-hmm. And then the FBI found a paddle. Yeah. It could have been one of the paddles and they could have still survived with just one paddle or even if they, you know, uh, they couldn't sustain. Uh, Maintained or like They dropped into the sea The raft would probably still work And they would probably be holding to it Or maybe it was too strong Whether there's like a typhoon or whatever But um, I would say Like unlikely If they try hard enough They would still like Land somewhere Probably Not where The FBI's Could you know, uh, logically pinpoint because there Hmm. are, there's many cases where it's just like the actual results are like far from what people expected or far from, you know, uh, what people investigated to actually result in. So, you know, they probably found their own plot twist and then I'm not sure by, you know, it was, Originally four people. There was Ellen West as well. Um, he was supposed to be like the fourth horseman. But. Um, they betrayed him. Because he was late. So I'm not sure if the brothers. Betrayed Morris. Maybe. And then they tried to help each other. Or. One of the brothers was like. You know. Making up troubles. And then Morris. And. Either one of the brothers Was helping each other instead So In terms of this I don't think um, I'm not sure actually They might have survived They actually might have survived Because like all that You know All that plan The raft The vests As well Like Like I don't think it's as you know um, I don't think it's as bad as the Titanic because I don't think the water was that cold either. So it probably just windy or maybe they you know um, they got swept ashore. That
0: day that day if you see crossing the bay there were strong currents that day and frigid bay water and like three True men, but what if I they mean, were
1: following the wind it could have been in their advantage
0: even though with following the wind the current is strong enough to wipe off their raft right and like the odds were like clearly against them so it, it, no, it, it is follow, pretty sick it is pretty yeah it is pretty sick like as you said if they made it off the shore and fooled the fbi when the fbi was on a frenzy like their pictures were plastered over everywhere they were able to get in somewhere maybe they had informants outside like like I'm not sure like the guys were so cunning that they made up this whole plan just to escape the prison I'm pretty sure they made a plan when they escaped and got into land right by not getting detected and whatnot. maybe who knows so yeah but if they did that then holy shit they are smart I think
1: they survive or at least one of them survive. I don't because think like, any of them survived. The ingenious plan, and I'm just saying this based on it, like if they actually followed the waves and the wind, regardless of the currents, bro. Fucking Daredevil surfers could survive waves. Yeah. B- without the- any raft, without any vest at all. They are surfers for a yeah. reason. And these guys probably could swim. Because even if they can't, there's a vest and there's a raft that could help them in any way if they ever dropped into the water. And, you know, even well, if like man if they were best. helping each other. There are real stories where people are stranded in the water for so long. Probably, like, you know, a fairy picked them up or they followed a ship. Maybe. Who knows? A passing by ship that didn't see them and then they followed
0: Well, as of right now, Pess's theory is that, and my theory is of mine as well. So if they survive, damn, GG, bro. They are smart. If they, <laughs> I don't know about the ferry situation. I might need to do some more research and find out if there was an actual ferry passing by because I'm pretty sure yeah. that the FBI conducted a lot of searches, right? If there was ferries, they would like stop everything because I, if I could remember, right, they... Sp- What's it called? They halted a lot of, what's it called? Boats and everything back in the days. to like, Maybe there save. was like a dock
1: so, or something.
0: Like, maybe they escaped somehow, but like kudos to them. Like their faces were plastered over everywhere, nationwide, and they, they were still able to escape. And that was amazing if they actually got by what? land, you know, if they actually reached land.
1: The escape of Frank Sinatra.
0: Yes, sir. And that, boys and ladies and gentlemen, that's our first ever major case, which is the Alcatraz prison escape. Let me change up the music for a bit. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode of Ethan Asu, the Night Corner series, which will be continuing more often than not. We have a lot of cases lined up, like legit, we have some high-profile cases lined up, including some horror stuff as well. We need to get into the horror stuff as well because I'm itching to get into that as well. But yeah, thank you guys for still sticking with us through all these times. Thank you for all the messages that I've got. I need to say this as well. Thank you for all the messages I've got during the absent times. And thank you for people that were understanding of why there was a hiatus. And But guess what? we back, baby. It's about to get real, bro. And I'm sorry if... What's it called? I was coughing throughout the whole time. I'm not... At the... What's it called? I'm having a bit of cough as well. So if that... What's it called? Messed up my reading. I'm really sorry for that in advance. But it won't happen the next time. I assure you. Best you have any final goodbyes.
1: Uh, <laughs> well. uh, Hopefully. We're going to continue in this path. Or like in this road. Where we can. You know. Mainly focus on. And then. It's actually good to be... You know, doing this again after a few rough months, I would say. And, um, you know, like you said earlier, uh like KSI, Ring Russ, mm-hmm. definitely not doing this for, you know, a bit amount of time. It just, you know, I kind of like leveled down a little bit. So hopefully Same. we can uh, reconcile from, you know, this new path. That we're taking. Well not really new. But like more firmed and settled. Focused path. path. That we choose. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Hopefully. uh, Hopefully it's going to be worth it. Hopefully it's going to be more enjoyable. And then hopefully we're going to get better and better. And thank you so much for everybody. Who's still here listening to this. Especially you. Who's listening to the end. I appreciate you. We both appreciate you. Yes, thank you so much for your thank
0: support. You, thank you. Well, without further ado, from Hitonasu, the Night Corner voice, to everyone listening, uh, say with me in 3, 2, 1. Stay, stay goated. goated. See you guys in the next one. Bye bye.